Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Dinks with Kinks. Uh, before we get into tonight's episode, I want to remind everyone to follow us on that social media at Dinks with Kinks on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Reach out to us, talk to us, say hey. Uh, I am your host, John Undero, and with me as always, the very beautiful, the very sexual, Mr. Shep. Good evening. And see, I always had the pose and everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And a woman whose beauty knows no bounds and is just simply ir- in- indescribable. Miss Rebecca. Good evening, everyone. She's beautiful. <laughs> I was You're like, yeah, I didn't, even get, I didn't get beautiful. That's fine. Okay. <laughs> I said you have a beauty that's indescribable. So I can't describe it as beautiful. Mm, that is true. Yeah, okay. so I mean... You trying to make a liar out of me? That's cool. No, 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 no. Way to start this episode. Real sadist right there. Real No, no, actually, actually, I enjoy the pain, so it's fine. (laughs) Well, good. Good for you, because this is a part one of two-part episode. Yay. This week, uh, we are, so next two weeks, we will be talking about sadomasochism. Uh, That will be sadist and masochists. And tonight, uh, I say we, we, you know, I know it's usually commonly referred to as S and M. So we're going to start with the M and then work our way backwards. Yeah, Rihanna. (laughs) He likes to start from the back end. I do. I like to start from the back. He doesn't like to start in the back. Mm. (laughs) Even though we like had a clear tease in with uh, sadism, but it's cool. It's cool. It's cool. You know, uh, we'll bring the, we'll bring the pain instead of take the pain. <laughs> so yeah. uh, let's let's dive right in because there's a lot to talk about. There's there so is a ton, a ton of information, like a ton, and I'm very excited. I am so excited about this. You have no idea, like just so excited. <laughs> so masochism is probably best described as someone who enjoys receiving pain. Mm-hmm. It's very blunt explanation yes, yes. Uh, as no, wait, 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 wait. our resident oh. Rebecca how excited yes. are you uh, yeah, the audience I, you know they want to know I'm you know? so excited mm. <laughs> well as our resident um, as our resident uh, resident M go resident ahead and masochist. explain what it means you, can't, you don't want to say it because you can't say it I That's why you. it's masochist resident masochist yes Resident masochist, not masochist for the podcast masochist. and everything. Okay, so as our resident masochist, why don't you go ahead and give us a more detailed explanation of what this is? Um, masochism is when somebody does enjoy getting pain. Um, it very it it's a very broad spectrum. Uh, spectrum, um, ma- just like sadism, there are you can get anywhere from um, enjoying the mental and emotional uh, masochism, as such as humiliation or degradation, um, to the more you know wide popular mainstream knowledge of masochism which is um impact play pain play that type of thing where um you enjoy getting the physical pain um and then there's all several different combinations of the the, you know the two different types and um so it, it masochism is is a very broad spectrum you can be a masochist and not enjoy physical pain so that's where a lot of like you can where you enjoy degradation and enjoy you 
you know, like cuckolding or humiliation, that's a form of mass mental and emotional masochism. So um, it just depends and it can, it's a very broad spectrum, but as, as a little bit more detailed answer of what a masochist is. <laughs> Well, just a little more detail. I mean, it wasn't mm-hmm. a ton, but it's okay. I get it. I yeah, get it. I know, I know, you are writing a novel. It's okay. So um, I'm <laughs> what I think I'm getting from this is big spectrum and then pain and joy. Mm. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, okay. I, I want to make sure. Uh, she is absolutely correct. Uh, we have talked about uh, masochism many times on this podcast without mm-hmm. ever saying it by name. Mainly because I have str- trouble with the name, so I just kind of avoid it. But also... <laughs> Because it's not just one thing. It's so many things. Uh, We have covered it before between impact play, degradation, uh, CNC. Mm -hmm. Every every form of some type of mental or physical pain or humiliation definitely denotes masochism. If you enjoy receiving it. Now, that's the important thing. Um, now, in the in the broad spectrum, there are two types of people. There are the S's and the M's, the sadist and the masochism, masochist. Uh, masochists are the ones who enjoy receiving that kind of torture, and that's that's really the big difference here between the two. If you look back at mm-hmm. uh, very much character types, um, typically the masochist is uh, the sub in most. In most situations, I mean, there have been, you know, there are always exceptions to the rule, so it's not actually a rule. It's just common. Not, not so that much like creepy priest guy in the back corner that's doing the self flatulization. Oh, sometimes it is the same person. Self inflicted yeah. pain is something we're going to be talking about as well as later in the episode. Um, first off, let's talk about the physical aspects of it. Like, why mm-hmm. do people enjoy pain? Now, we've talked a little bit about this in like previous episodes of like impact play, but mm-hmm. we had to get more into the actual act of impact play. So we couldn't talk about the science of why people enjoy pain. Because pain <laughs> hurts. Why, why would people hurt. get off on that? Um, well, the same type. Um, it's I, I can only speak from my perspective. Um, it, personally, I um, I have a lot of unhealthy coping mechanisms when I was younger. Um, and when you inflict pain upon yourself, it releases that type of endorphins and adrenaline. And it's the same type of endorphins, the lovely little brain that, re- that you know, pleasure is in there and, and all those chemicals. And so um, later as I got older and I transferred that, somewhere my wires got crossed and uh, I guess in or but I enjoy pain it is pleasurable to me um it it releases that endorphins it releases that dopamine it releases that all of that um the same type of chemicals the the nerve endings all of those they um it it's it, it, it's it really is pleasurable to feel pain for me um like it doesn't it's it's different. It it's very different for me in that in the in how I feel physically when like I get flogged or I get you know paddled or spanked and it it releases that just it's it's almost like somebody 
uh, like biting you or you know licking you. It's that same. You get those tingles up your up your spine, and that's how I feel when somebody you know somebody spanks me or flogs me. It's the same type of sensation for me. Um, it's just you know a little stingy. <laughs> yeah. And now let's get into why, like, why that is. Um, of course, everybody perceives different contact differently. Uh, some people don't get dopamine releases when they feel pain. That's why you have a lot of people in the work are like, I don't do pain. And that is not because they're weak by any means. Uh, the human body's natural response to pain is to release its own type of pain relief, uh, dopamine. It helps your body maintain itself avoid going into shock and kind of stabilize itself now you have two types of people people who don't get enough dopamine from it and people who get too much dopamine from it uh, and then there's the average person who gets just enough to where they don't go into complete shock uh, when they're injured but they also do not enjoy the experience now typically people who enjoy pain their body releases an abnormally and I say abnormal, but I don't mean like weird, but at a large dose of endorphins into your blood upon receiving pain. That's why uh, there are some people who have it to more extremes. Uh, there have been cases of people breaking their arm and immediately climaxing without realizing wow. they had this. Yeah. They had this like they, they weren't masochist, you know, masochist. They just their body just immediately panicked and released so many endorphins they became immediately aroused and climaxed there have also been cases of people like yeah they enjoy self-inflicted pain because their body lacks endorphins um sometimes it's not so much so that your body produces more endorphins when you're in pain but it just produces more endorphins than any other time in your life um, endorphins are probably the most addictive drug in the world, uh, mainly because your body, mm -hmm. your body knows what you like. It knows. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people don't get endorphins released. I mean, a lot of times, uh, that's why they use serotonin to help and, you know, produ produce more endorphins to mm -hmm. kind of main maintain that thing. So you'll typically see a lot of people with, um, who are mesochists also suffer from depression. That would be me. I, um, yeah. I, I definitely, uh, I, I suffer from clinical depression. So my body does not produce enough of all of the wonderful chemicals that it needs to, you know, regulate itself mentally and emotionally. And so, um, I actually, I, uh, I use impact play as a, uh, a, a, a positive way to get my body to have some more endorphins in it sometimes, especially when I'm in the lower points. Um, you know, uh, instead of being having, you know, doing some destructive, I try to do something constructive. And, you know, that's, you know, the pain receptors and all of that. It, it produces all that fun serotonin and happy, happy stuff. So, mm -hmm. yeah. So, yeah, and like I said, these aren't these aren't just my opinions. I have been reading medical journals on, like, why people do enjoy pain, and it is that. It is either your body produces a unruly amount during pain, or your body just doesn't produce endorphins naturally like it should. So, you know, when your body does receive any endorphins, it, it just goes nuts. It loves it. It's like, yes, give me more of what I crave. Mm -hmm. um, okay, well, let's let's get Shep's opinion here. Shep, 
how do you feel about receiving pain like in in your journal thing like do you ever like do you produce the endorphins or are you just like meh pain is pain and I'm not talking about like more of the meh pain's pain for the most part um I guess uh, since a lot of my pain has not been through fun methods and all that kind of stuff it's been through just uh, various incidents around the house and outside and everything else I've just grown to say grin and bear it I got to, I got things to do so it just kind of numbed me to those effects because I don't have time for the pain you know <laughs> no time I, for the pain nope I actually do not uh, do not enjoy pain for one very very important reason I, I'm one of those people who don't get enough endorphins pain is pain and boy is it pain there's no bright side. There's no upside for it. Um, yeah. Now, I will say I have a higher taint, uh, pain tolerance. Because higher taint tolerance? Because my body. Yeah, I was about to say higher taint. Higher taint. Yeah, higher taint. Okay. My well, taint, well, taint, taint is nipple high. Higher taint tolerance. My taint is nipple high right now. <laughs> uh, but no, I have a higher pain tolerance uh, because I just don't generate those endorphins during the pain. So... Uh, my body has to be like, no, nothing's happening right now. Like, I just won't feel it. It's not like the endorphins are coming in, so I'm okay with this pain. My body just says, it's not happening. You're in denial, buddy. It's, you're good. Everything's fine. Mm -hmm. But when it's not, it's not okay. Like, I will say this, pain will cripple me. Um, so, you know, that's kind of the science reason why people do enjoy it. Now, I know people are like, well, kink is a choice. I'm like, it's not. It's this this one very much is your brain chemistry, how your brain handles mm -hmm. its neurons. And mm -hmm. enjoying pain does not make you a weird person. It's actually quite common. Um, it, it took me a long time. It took me a long time to come to terms with that. Um and come to terms with I, I mean just like any kid in our generation I mean I didn't like getting spanked as a kid you know or any of that but now it's it's very different and um uh it, it did take me a long time because like why I I remember the first time somebody like smacked my ass while having sex and I really liked it but then I was like why did I like that like I got this whole why did I like and then I was like Can I smack my ass again and it was like trying to just even ask um and get you know, they're like well why why do you want and and of course at that time I was dating you know nicer guys that weren't very vanilla and 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 it was very much like well why do you want that and I'm like I I, I just do <laughs> and it it, uh, it took me a long time to come to terms with that, I guess. So, and but. that is part two of the science behind it. Because why are the people who may have uh, you may enjoy pain not aroused to it? There, um, you said it right away. Being spanked as a kid, you didn't enjoy it. The one day you did enjoy it sexually. Now everybody um, is aroused by endorphins, and that is a fun fact. A lot of people mm -hmm. denote sex and endorphins as being synonymous and they're not always sometimes endorphins are just endorphins and they make you happy and they make you feel good but they don't derive sexual pleasure now they're caused by sexual pleasure like i will say when you climax your body releases a myriad of endorphins and your body goes nuts and you're like oh my god that feels so good and i'm just so happy right now <laughs> 
Yes. But you're not aroused by the endorphins. A lot of people with um, masochism fetishes and kinks, they are absolutely aroused by endorphins. It may not necessarily be pain. It could be any large endorphin dump. You could... Mm -hmm. um, now, let me ask you a question. Are you super aroused after you climax? Do you go through a phase where you're like, that's the horniest I've ever been in my life right after climax? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. I actually, I, uh, so, you know, there's a lot of times where you, you climax and you go to sleep. Not me. I, I'm like, I, I, I'm up all night. <laughs> like, yep. like if it, especially if it's really, really good, especially if it's like really good. I'm up all night. <laughs> I'm and energized. I'm so energized afterwards. Yeah. That is, that is actually a telltale sign. If you notice that you can tell these two people by how they react to after their climax, most people who are masochists they're ready to go they're energized by an orgasm people who are not tend to wind down like endorphins affect their body differently like me after i orgasm i could literally fall asleep seconds after i'm like good to go my brain is in a happy place and it kind of shuts down. i mean i don't do that but i could i'm like one of the people like yeah. it doesn't give me the energy usually i'm kind of wibble wobbly and my brain doesn't work right and it takes me a hot minute to get back on kilter and those that is that is the science behind that is that you're not aroused you're not aroused by actual pain you're aroused by endorphins and mm -hmm. there are three ways to get endorphins pain sleep and sex fear your body loves all three fear fear will give you endorphins well we're going to get to that we're going to get to the mental side of like degradation <laughs> and whatnot um yeah <clears throat> <laughs> so yeah um that's why people d really dig um, we'll, we'll get to that in a second but that's mm -hmm. why um there are people who like uh you ever heard of the kid who wants to get spanked for the attention yeah because they're addicted to the endorphins it releases but they're not aroused mm -hmm. by it that's why they will typically be more more likely to get in trouble um i found that more brats sub brats are masochists because they like mm -hmm. to be punished they like they they push that because they want to be punished they want this making and the good girls and the good boys they're just like they don't want to be punished so it's very <laughs> i find the brats are like oh no don't spank me no <laughs> so there you go the, the people who act the people who uh turn into brats are sexually aroused or uh, endorphins <laughs> the people who uh, are just addicted to endorphins become criminals um, just kidding <laughs> or serial just killers. kidding <laughs> yeah, or serial killers <clears throat> or both or you know what why stop there why stop yeah. there all right well we've, we've danced around the topic along enough let's get to the mental side of it you said it right fear mm -hmm. fear causes right. arousal it's the x it's the uh, triple x factor <laughs> triple x factor oh well you know okay think about anybody who likes degradation mm -hmm. or cnc or humiliation those are all fear-based things there there are things that release um adrenaline which is just chock full of endorphins oh such good endorphins 
Um, but they all denote fear because you know no one wants to be humiliated. Like most of the time, my entire high school life was literally terrified I was going to be humiliated until I hit the point where I'm like, I don't care if I'm humiliated. I can just do it better myself. And so I <laughs> humiliate myself to get it over with. Like, you can't do anything I won't do to myself. What about you? Are y'all ever afraid of being humiliated? Yes. Uh, not as I got older, not so much. But when I was younger, don't, yeah. I didn't want to be embarrassed. Yeah. What about Shepherd? you? Shepard? Always. Always the quiet and shy one, you know. Of course. Yeah. Fear, fear is a very powerful agent. I mean, don't get me wrong. Fear is needed. It's what keeps us alive. If you had zero mm-hmm. fear, we would all just be like, eh, screw it. I'll punch a lion in the face. And we wouldn't have made it very far as far as like a species. If we didn't right I will whiz on the electric fence. Yeah. Yeah. We would have never got to electric fence because we'd be like, I'm not scared of this electricity. I'll fight it with my bare knuckles. We don't need to house it anywhere. I'll fight it. Um, because I'm not I'll afraid. Put that battery of it. on my tongue. Put the battery on my tongue. You'll feel it. Yeah. Yeah. We had we had a rogue do that on the internet. I mean, I know I knew you feel about rogues, Rebecca, but rogues was. <sighs> Yeah. Going nuts putting that battery to her tongue. It was insane. Oh, I have a battery right here. <laughs> you should try it. You do it all the time, right? Oh yeah. yeah. You know me. I like the. I like. I like the feeling. <laughs> but it's yeah, so fine. <clears throat> again, I am sexually aroused by endorphins, but my body doesn't produce endorphins when I am in pain. Mm-hmm. How am I going to get my endorphin fix and get my arousal? Fear. Worry of being punished. Worry of receiving pain. I want to be humiliated. I want to be degraded. I want to feel bad about myself. So my body will release the endorphins I desperately need and want. Um, and yeah, that's, I mean, that's the plain and simple of it. Your, your body releases endorphins anytime it feels any threat to itself. Because it's preparing itself. It's essentially you are sending your body into shock. Mm-hmm. I, I, I am not um, I, the that whole humiliation and degradation part of it. The mental part of it, actually, I am not into any of that. Uh, I am, I am mostly physically the physical part of an, a masochist and um because just a lot of my trauma and a lot of the things i've had to deal with uh, i don't i don't mm-hmm. prefer the mental um masochism just because of i the, the struggles i the, the things i deal with in my head <laughs> so well, um and honestly, actually i use my masochism as an escape from what's going on in my head so i i don't that's why i i prefer the physical part i prefer the pain so well, like I said, your body does not produce endorphins like it should. Typically, like I said, mm-hmm. people who are typically aroused by endorphins are because the body is trying to tell yourself, "I need endorphins. Get endorphins." What do we think about more than anything on the planet? Sex. So your body goes, "I know how to get endorphins in this body. I can't produce it. I need you to produce it. I need you to step up your game, body. Just get on it." I'm going to wire yourself to be aroused by endorphins and your body will pick how it best denotes endorphins. You don't, you don't 
develop the endorphins you need if you're like in a situation where you're going to be humiliated or or made fun of or attacked or something like that you develop them when you feel physical pain that's when your body goes that's that's the one time the guard's not looking he's just like let it all go get it out get it out put all the endorphins out uh, but other times okay i don't know go ahead i'll say and, and rebecca touched on the um one of the big reasons why a lot of people come up to get to flogging sessions for me is for their their own version of therapy the distraction mm-hmm, absolutely from the mental or the ability to feel the physical pain in order to release the mental pain that's been built up mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so it's not just Endorphins. pleasure but it actually is they seek the physical to help release or get the oh. therapeutic pleasure of the of the mental oh yeah absolutely absolutely there have been a time where i've i've gone through some dark periods mentally and i have literally gone i need somebody to hit me and i mean like not in that whole hit me across the face but i was like i need somebody to flog me or to paddle me or i don't need to be able to sit down tomorrow and it's one of those that's like it's it's one of the it's just like Shep said it's just one of those you're holding on to this emotional pain and you need that release from via the physical pain and so you know it's that happens through vlogging or absolutely I guess I'm telling you endorphins are the key to everything mm-hmm. it's the it's the big key because your body that's your I just wish we just had it all the time could you imagine just endorphins all the time yeah you wouldn't hold on to anything. You'd be able to release it because ment- antidepressants deal with endorphins. Therapy helps regulate endorphins. All of these things help because the minute your the minute your body gets it, it releases stress. Mm-hmm. It's the greatest stress reliever. It's the greatest mental reliever because it makes you feel calm. It's just yeah. And for some, the greatest sexual pleasure of your life, and that is literally <laughs> so your mental body lever going, for the reliever. for the reliever because your body literally just says I need to find a way to get these endorphins in your body but your body will only produce them for this this or this sex addicts are typically Mm -hmm. people who are desperately low on endorphins Mm -hmm. and the reason they are because their body becomes addicted to the endorphins they're like oh I need them I need Mm -hmm. the endorphins right now like they're junkies for endorphins and I know this has been a very, I've, I wish we had a counter for how many times I've said the word endorphins, but that really does denote this entire kink. They're going to turn mm-hmm. this into a drinking now, game we get now. To, I know, right? <laughs> now, when we, you, you won't hear any of these words when we get to sadism. I will tell you that right now because the reasons behind sadism are completely different. Uh, yes, it's so different. And I think that's that's completely. why we're making... completely. Completely. I think that's why I'm glad we're making this a two-parter because trying to explain them both together would have, it just, it's so much information and it just, mm-hmm. and it, they are so, how they approach them is so different. Um, and I learned so much about um, both myself and about like a, a sadist because I, I, I thought it was fascinating. So. <laughs> now, let me ask you a question. If we could put <laughs> endorphins in a pill form, so you could get the exact same amount of endorphin release that you get every time someone hits your ass, like a really good flogging session. Would you still take the time to get flogged or would you just pop that pill? 
Let me let me ask that real hard question. You will do the pill because it's a time saver. It's absolutely a time saver. There's no planning involved in that. A lazy society. I honestly don't know. I don't know. It's, a, it's it is it is a very hard question because, like I said, at the end of the day, people uh, when people talk about masochism, it's still pain. Mm-hmm. Pain is still present. There is too much pain that you can endure. Um, we're not talking about masochisms. Don't feel pain. Everybody, mm-hmm. um, Rebecca, you're right. Can you be hit too hard? Yes. Yes. Could I put um, your, your hand in a meat grinder and you be like, oh my God, that's so hot? No. <laughs> I have to, um, and my masochism, and it takes different forms because I like biting, I like scratching, I like different types of pain. Um, but there does come a point where like, I don't like stubbing my toe. It's not like, it's not like every time I feel pain, I'm like, oh yeah. Like, it's not that. Um, I... Like, I enjoy it when I'm in a mental place that I am prepared to, like, I am I need, my brain is in a right headspace. Um, it's not just any pain. And I think that that's just like, um, you know, it, it, it's, it, you don't, don't look at it as like, I'm a masochist. Okay, well, you like to get all of it. No, every just like anything every person every masochist is different they enjoy different types of sensations they enjoy different types of pain they enjoy different types of masochism it is and this masochism is so broad on on all the subject that you have to be able if somebody you know comes up to you and says you know i'm i'm a masochist i enjoy pain okay well then you need to sit down and talk with them about exactly what type of pain because this is something that you could get hurt with like very hurt if you like aren't approaching that person um, and and have that conversation with them about exactly what type of masochist they are and what type of pain they enjoy and what their levels are. Um, so that's that's very, very important. Yeah. And that's I think that's the number one misconception when people think about masochists. They're like, oh, mm-hmm. they just, they're turned on by pain. They're not. They're not turned mm-hmm. on by pain. They're turned on by acts by certain acts that can cause pain Mm -hmm. that pain does its trick but this is not like you know i mean don't get me wrong again there are always some who will stick their hand in the meat grinder and be like this is the fucking hottest thing i've ever had just grind it (laughs) let me bring back a stone that's not that's not the case for Mm 99.9 of masochism Mm -mm. they don't they hate paper cuts just as much as the rest of us i hate shots nobody no yeah, I hate some of my toe. <laughs> nobody gets a paper cut and goes, oh my God, that's so hot. They go, holy shit, I just got a paper cut. Please, this is the end of the world. It's the worst pain in the world. Let me die. So that that is one thing I wanted to get. I wanted to say that at the end of the episode because I wanted to explain why. <clears throat> and then I wanted to kind of denote some of the falsehoods, the the reasons that misconceptions. They Not everyone enjoys all the pain. Most mm-hmm. of them, most of them, you know, deal with pain the same way the rest of us do. I'm pretty sure if I punched Rebecca in the face, she'd cry. She would have zero pleasure from that, and she would just cry. I same would not if you cry. Punched me in the face, she would not cry. If you, I, she, she I would you, rage on if you. you. I would if you punched saying, me in the face. Don't I'm think on, I would. I'm not, talking, I'm not talking about actively physically <laughs> thumping in the face. But I'm saying like if I fell that's and true, my fist hits you true. in the face. 
Okay, fair. See, <laughs> if you did that to me, I would cry. I would break mm-hmm. down and I would cry like a baby. So what's up? Doesn't matter who you are. Pain is still pain. Yes, some pain does cause pleasure. We've talked about a needle play. We've talked about an impact play. All sorts of things. People with humiliation fetishes can still be humiliated in bad ways. There are limits to everything. So let 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 this not be a free pass of saying if you know somebody who's in masochism, you could you know you got, you need several bullets to kill them. That's not true. Mm-mm. You don't need several bullets to kill them. You could just hit them mm-hmm. with a baseball bat. But don't hit them with a baseball bat because they're not into it. Unless they're into it. <sighs> yeah. yes only with consent um yeah it's i i don't i think sadism and masochism especially like um masochism you think oh well they're into pain and it's all pain and no it's not it is absolutely not and you know and it's i I'm like into impact pain and and it's like but it's only certain types of impact play so you know that's you can't make a broad sweeping assumption that because somebody's into is a masochist does not mean that they are into everything. That's just, that's just like a sub, just because somebody's a sub doesn't mean that they're all, all, they want to live the lifestyle. Like it's, you have to, you have to know that person and you, and and so, and um, I'm still discovering things about myself as a masochist. Um, And it, like I said, it took me a long, long time to come to terms with that, to come to really find out who I am. And, and I'm still exploring my limits and I'm exploring what types of sensations that I enjoy when it comes to pain and, and the types of, you know, pain that I enjoy. And, um, that's it's it's just a process and it's you know it takes some time and yeah <laughs> so all right i think is that our final word on masochism or at least our final word for now because we gotta start wrapping up we are safety yes time. safety safety <laughs> just just make Don't sure that yeah. um, no no safety. yes just go no, not safety. too far just, oh, okay okay okay, okay stick your hand in meat <laughs> grinders <laughs> Don't pick up the baseball bat. ESPN does no, not uh, hitting people with baseball bats. Any, any type of <laughs> Just done. I, I did. I wanted to do a very large section of safety in the sadist episode, uh, okay. like because like masochism. If you're a masochist, you know, you know what your body can handle because you go, you can feel that threshold of this is no longer pleasurable. You have hellraisered me. I don't want to be hellraisered. Please stop. Uh, and that's the biggest part of safety is knowing your limits. Do not overdo yourself. Go slowly. Start slowly. Move slowly. Start Once you find small those limits, fish yes. hooks. Work your way up to the big meat hooks. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't slowly. unlock the puzzle cube all at once. A little bit at My- a time. My yeah, my my advice for anyone, and I know Shep would say this as somebody who's a flogger, but my advice from somebody who's on the receiving end, it is better for you to think when they when you're you know either experimenting or with a new partner or whatever, always start too easy, always, and that's where like that first session where you're like trying to experience that. Let's say paddling. I'm just gonna take paddling as an example. If he hits you or they hit you, and it's just a little bit and a little softer and that's where you're going to say hit me harder that's where you're going to have to verbalize and go harder 
harder and know your limits. And that's where you're going to have to verbalize and you're going to have to not be ashamed of saying harder. Okay. That's, we need to stop like that. Just always start easier where it doesn't feel like you're like, Oh, that was like, what, what was that? That was just like a little tap. It is better to start with a little love tap than it is to just go on for a full on, like full swing. Like, no, you just that's how you're going to know where your threshold is, because if you start mm-hmm. in and just start in with a big R heart, you're going to instantly hate it. And that's not what we want for you. <laughs> so, yeah. And for a, a more in-depth safety thing, we are going to cover more safety in the sadist episode just because typically they're the ones inflicting the pain. So hopefully you guys have matched up well. And that's when, you know, safety is really, really going to come into play because, you know, if you're a masochist and you're not playing with a sadist, you're going to be okay. If as long as you know how to verbalize it, if you're playing with a sadist, you have to verbalize it and you have to know these safety Absolutely. Tips. So, uh, that being said, uh, tune in next week for part two, The Sadist. Yay. Uh, where we will in fact be opening that cube to show you all the sites sites (laughs) to show you (laughs) I am your host uh, John Dondero and with me as always uh, our favorite little um, masochist uh, who (laughs) as it turns out doesn't want to be hit by a truck just wants a little paddling Mr. Becca (laughs) well I mean, a little one or a big one. I mean, but good evening. A little paddle. Just a little. Just, just a little paddle. one just or a big one. She can take just, a hybrid. And a man who may know how to flog but makes a lousy truck driver, Mr. Shep. Don't you know? I mean, <laughs> till next time. Good night, everybody.